distinction to the role Different players, different strokes But let me tell you Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here at Logan Trading Company in downtown Raleigh. And uh, Brother Rufus is here. He missed Johnny Cash, though. It's uh, one of his favorite good songs. Good morning, friends. Good morning, friends. <laughs> but, uh, and Pam Beck is here to keep us uh, all in check. And I am having the best time watching the trains go by. I we know. have seen some was cargo that the Carolinian? trains, and that was a passenger train that yeah. just went by. And um, it, it's always a thrill to be down here at the at Logan's Trading Company, and and uh, children get very excited. With it, but so do the employees. <laughs> Josh was yeah. uh, nice enough to ask us out, and he's sitting here with us. Josh, lots of things going on at uh, Logan's these days. Absolutely, yeah. We're uh, we're excited. Spring is here. This is our favorite time of the year, um, and uh, it's already uh, there's already a lot of activity out there. I was uh, taking the commercial break to go and uh, check on everything, and we've got lots of folks that seem like they're excited to get out in the garden today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got an early bird sale going on this morning from nine to eleven. So, if folks listening can make it down, we would love to have you come on down early. Uh, you know, that way you can get back home and start enjoying your uh, your new treasures. Uh, but wanted to make a point to tell everybody listening that um, if you're familiar with Logan's, which many of you are, uh, there's been a lot of news in recent months about um, all the goings-on around here. And I just wanted to take the opportunity to say that Logan's is here at Seaboard Station. We're still here, so come see us in the Seaboard Station. We'll be here all of this year and all of next year and uh, be relocating in 2025. Uh, we're going to be opening several uh, new stores uh, throughout the Triangle area to bring the best of what you love about Logan's to a neighborhood near you. Uh, so stay tuned for more news on that. Hopefully uh, by late spring, early summer of this year, we'll be able to share more detail about that. But for this spring, please come on down to Logan's. Come to uh, uh, our uh, beautiful three-acre garden center right in the heart of downtown Raleigh. We're just off of Peace Street uh, near the intersection of Peace and Capitol Boulevard in the old Seaboard train station, which, by the way, uh, I was telling Pam off the air, uh, you know, some folks were concerned that the train station was going to uh, go away during uh, future development, but uh, we have assurances that the uh, train station building is going to be preserved, and uh, so we're real excited about that. That was uh, the Logan family's understanding all along, and we're we're glad to have that sort of uh, uh, made official. So uh, please do come down to Logan's. It, you got two more hours while we're here, and you uh, you can't pass up the opportunity to meet uh, the the infamous Rufus Edmiston. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, that's not good. <laughs> I like that, though. Uh, you do? You yeah. know, he, 
you you can't have a, a title like Secretary General and and not have a, a little bit of infamy. And that was presented here by uh, Secretary yes, Elaine Marshall. That's that, correct. That, that was Secretary, a, Secretary General. That was, your, that was a big day. Your fiftieth anniversary. My, too. my dad got the uh, the Order of the Longleaf Pine yeah. as yeah. well on that day. Yeah. That was a fun day. I remember the old uh, old place out there too when. When I was first attorney general, and, and also I remember Josh. The old State Farmers Market. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I came down here in the early 70s when the, there was still a soda shop in here. That's right. And we'd get a hot dog uh-huh. at the old train You took the train back to Washington? No, I, but I, I use the train all the time, by the way, Yeah. when I go to Washington, because I figured it out. By the time you get to the airport, do all that kind of stuff, all the hassle, security, get on the train, mm-hmm. takes you about five hours. Uh, the only thing you can't do is smoke a cigar on there, c- cigar on there. But you can read. Do can't you go out, things, go sleep? out back like they do in westerns and between the cars? But well, you can stretch you, your legs. You yeah. can try that, but I, I'm not <laughs> that brave you. right now. <laughs> now, Rufus, I know you are a hot dog connoisseur. Yeah, but my my question is, can can you consume a hot dog in two bites? Because my grandfather, who I did not know. Very well. He he passed when I was just a little boy. Tom. Famously, uh, was able to consume the the farmers market hot dog in in two bites. Of course, you you had Pam remembers the old store. Okay. We we keep a pretty brisk pace today, but nothing like the old days. And so, Granddaddy I've didn't take any. That. He didn't take any lunch <laughs> breaks. He just <laughs> two bites and put it away. Huh. I'm not sure I want to try that. The Rufus dog. <laughs> Yeah. Is there still is there still a Rufus? There's dog? still a Rufus dog. Okay. It's, it's plastered all over the place out there at the farmers market, and when you see them make it, it's like a work of art. <laughs> Those, uh, well, it should be with that name. Yeah. It should be a work of art. And still, they do a mighty good hot yeah. dog. And That's right. for those of um, our listeners who are not familiar with the contents of a Rufus dog, it's on a bun. It, it, it is on a bun. Okay. Mustard, slaw, chili, and onions. There you go. And a hot dog in there. There's a hot dog in there. And, <laughs> and we, we prefer the wiener type. From, okay. Uh, I wondered if there was a specific hot dog. Well, uh, the, what, what is it, Mike, the down east? The, uh, Brightleaf? Brightleaf. Yeah, Smithfield. I, I prefer that one. Yeah. That's got a little kick to it. Just minor, yeah. but it's got a little yeah. kick to it, too. Yeah. Yeah. A red hot dog. That's the ones that they serve at Boy Scout cookouts. I always yeah, remember in yeah. ball games. It That's seems right. like, yeah. Now, I hate to break this up. I got we got to talk to uh, go out to the farmers market. By the way, here in a second, but uh, March twenty eighth, uh, Christine, uh, my boss, one of my seventeen or eighteen bosses at uh, work, gave me this. It's uh, March twenty eighth is National Weed Appreciation Day. <laughs> She now, what would the love heck? my place. What the heck here? She uh, would love my place. Me too. Now that they're they're saying that uh, you know dandelions, mm-hmm. we're all getting they're they're starting to bloom right now. That's a component of a Chinese medicine, and the dandelion roots uh, can can help with your digestive system. Yes, I have a bad one. And you can just go out. I mean, they're blooming right now. You ought to go out and yeah. you know, pick a few and eat them. Chickweed has a long history of use as a nutritious edible green by ancient Greeks. 
And my yard's full of violets. What what have they got good for them? I don't. You uh, can eat violets. They're lovely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like chickweed. I've got chickweed all over the place. Yeah. These, these violets make my yard look blue. Oh, yeah. It's so it's pretty. So wonderful. It is. It is. Nothing wrong with them. So I just thought I'd pass that along. National, well, it's March so, 28th. Market. It's National Weed. National <laughs> Weed Appreciation Day. Huh. All right. Uh, Billy Howell is out at the State Farmers Market in Raleigh. Billy, how you doing, buddy? Billy? Hey, good morning. Hey, yeah. Billy, here we go. Yeah. It's like what? talking to a space shuttle or something. It's Billy. You wearing overalls today, Billy? What was that, Rufus? You, are you wearing overalls today? No, no, no. I've just got an old polo shirt on and a pair of jeans. Oh. oh okay. You just wear the overalls for us just when we're out you. there? So yeah, what's, uh, what's, under the <laughs> what's under the farmer's shed this morning, Billy? Well, the greatest thing this morning is um, we have strawberries this morning. Real live North Carolina grown strawberries. Right, Good really gracious. Delicious. Are they early? Um, just a, maybe a week or so, not too much. Are they, where are these from? Um, I'm assuming it's um, out towards Grantham area, back oh, side okay. of uh, Wayne County. Uh-huh. Southern Wayne County. Well, Wilmington is normally the first one. I, that's what the, the market has had before, so I haven't heard of Grantham. I, I know where Well, Grantham I think is. those Wilmington ones are, are tunnel-grown. Yeah, well, they tunnel. probably yeah. Yeah. down, we've had down southeast. Yeah. You've had those for a while, though, haven't you? Yeah, we've had those for a while. But these are, are grown in the field, so uh, the pick-your-owns, it won't be too long before all of those are available in the area. You can check with the extension service about that. Uh, but in the meantime, go to the farmer's market. Boy, they, is it just one vendor that has them? Uh, we, there's about three right now, and there may be more to come in since I was down there this morning. I was down there a little early. Yeah. Very good. It is that time of year where things are going to start rolling off. So, uh, do you have asparagus and other good things? We have asparagus and sweet potatoes and all types of root crops, turnips, and we have some uh, different greens, collards, and mustards. Uh, we got our tin up as well, and we have a lot of cut flowers and cookies and uh, German bakers under the tent. Uh Yeah. 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 Uh, what, what else? <laughs> what else you got, Billy? Cauliflower down there. I'm trying to try think. I don't have my list. I'm having to use Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, it's hard to remember all that stuff. It's a, it is. Do you still have turnip greens? Do uh, you still have some greens of any kind? We have some greens, yes. We do. Um, a lot of carrots uh, was down there. Uh, how about that? And, and probably this week, every day will be something new. So this week and next week, probably something new will be popping up just about every day for the next few weeks. Oh yeah, we're really by July. It'll it'll you'll be full of the best vegetables available. Okay. One thing that popped up this week was Gerald Adams. Oh, oh, wonderful. Gerald has started started selling his seeds. 
Jero has yep. those little tomato plants down there. Oh, he's got plants. Pepper plant. Wonderful. Yes. Is he behaving himself? Well, we're trying to keep him busy enough he don't get in trouble. Yeah. That's where all the expenditure for the guards has, has gone for the day is taking care of Gerald. That's he's real high maintenance. Everybody knows Gerald. He's, he's famous now, so everybody. Well, did, did Gerald say on the, on the radio program last time that he has named a tomato after me? It's the Rufus tomato, and we're going to give it a try this time. So you'll have to include hot on dog, your hot dogs and, and tomatoes. Yeah, but you'll have to include the tomato on the hot dog now, won't you? Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it in a minute. It'd be good on a biscuit. I like good old Marita white bread with a, a, no. about half a ton of, of Duke's mayo. And a mater. Have you uh, tried pumpernickel for your sandwich? I wouldn't be caught dead with that stuff. <laughs> Josh, you like pumpernickel? You know, I'm not. I, I, no, not really. I had, I had a. Uh, Every once in a while. I had I a couple of boiled it. eggs yesterday and uh, a peanut butter and pumpernickel. Sandwich. What's wrong with you? I do like that's it. what I that's what I ate yesterday uh, while I was scrambling to do the news. I do like the pumpernickel chips in the uh, Chex mix. But there uh, you go. Uh, what, what about you, Billy? You like not pumpernickel serve a sandwich with hey, pumpernickel? I don't believe I do. I don't know if I've ever tried it. <laughs> well, well, we're gonna have to. We're going to have to set, get you right, get your mind right. Hey, Billy, don't waste your time, son. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rufus. You know, I'm one of those type of people, if I, if I hadn't ever tried it, I'll look at it. If it don't look like I like it, I probably ain't going to. There you go. There you go. you got to give it the, give it the eye. Uh, so so uh, how long before butter beans are ready? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a while. Okay. Dad gummit. <laughs> Well, there's a lot. There's still a lot of stuff out there that you can. Yeah, we, uh, you a can, lot of uh, herbs have showed up. We have um, several plant vendors with all types of um, shrubberies and trees coming in. Uh, hydrangeas, and I, I've seen quite a few uh, like curly willow trees down there. It's just beautiful. <laughs> God bless okay. them. Yeah, curly willow. You got a curly willow willow in your. I yard? don't, but they, they are. They yeah. are cute. Yeah. They you spend a lot of time fixing their hair. I bet they've got them here at Logan's. <laughs> we do. So, um, what about up in the market shops? Market shops. I went up there a while ago and grabbed me two peach um, jacks right before the show, and uh, sat back and and looked at all the stuff they had in there, cakes and pies. and That was at the Market Bakery. That was at the Market Bakery. We did. They got apple jacks and peach and all kinds of stuff, and plus the, the uh, sourdough bread, which is, is great, whether you get the cinnamon bread or not. So. Yeah, my wife decided that one of the great things to do is take that raisin bread from the bakery and then make French toast out of it. Oh yeah, oh, great that's idea. a wonderful idea. Yeah, have her fix me up some right. Got everything you need right here: yeah. syrups and and eggs and bread. I know, and, and fresh fresh eggs there at the market shops. And you know there is a difference. We get all our eggs there. The yolks are bigger, mm-hmm. uh, much much more colorful. Yeah, you can just taste the difference. Definitely. I don't know if there's any down there. I I didn't. 
um, looked while I was in market shops last. But last weekend they had these huge eggs. They waited a long time to pick them, so they grew real big, and they were called out. Well, I didn't know you eggs. picked eggs. Yeah, they picked. I'm sure the hens don't. Big eggs, they're ostrich eggs. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> oh my! Yeah, and you know, like one of those eggs is probably equal to like a six, six, uh, six regular chicken eggs or something. Now Rufus makes omelets on Sunday morning. You can make a real omelet uh, with yeah, that thing. Yeah, but I've never tried an ostrich egg. <laughs> Slip one in sometimes, see if uh, Linda knows the difference. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, you got coffee out there, 321 coffee and a lot three, of other two, things. 321 coffee. So. Got the grill where Rufus was talking about with the famous Rufus doll. Uh, I tell you, they have a great chicken sandwich. Yeah. I, I've had a couple of them in the past month. Is it baked chicken or a fried chicken? It's fried. Oh. I don't know. You're talking about pumpernickel and baked chicken. I I don't know. <laughs> it's good. It's you, good. Good to dark. you all upset about that pumpernickel. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to have you ma- have bad dreams or anything, Billy. <laughs> but I can't imagine anybody eating pumpernickel with peanut butter. It's good. I, I will eat a peanut butter, mayo, and banana sandwich mm-hmm. on white bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Don't uh, don't knock it until you've tried it. Really, I mean, uh, just just think about it a little more. Well, I've, be I've, open-minded. I've done that in foreign countries and yeah, other places like New York. <laughs> hey Rufus, that's why we sell all those good old-fashioned sodas out here in the bottle down at Bo's oh, yeah. place. You, you can mean like Lehigh? Knock, knock that stuff down. And uh, you know, no telling what they got there in the in the market. The uh, Farmer's Market restaurants, uh, big oh, man. biscuits and molasses. I don't yeah. think they have pumpernickel over there. <laughs> no, they don't. No, they don't have pumpernickel there. Maybe yeah, but, big old cathead biscuits and yeah. butter yeah. and country ham and bacon. Mm. And, and you can get lunch there, too. And uh, let's see. Uh, uh, seafood. You get seafood. Seafood. Uh, lots of good... Uh, Fried calabash style seafood. Uh, I will, best I'm clam chowder I've ever you, eaten in my yeah. life, and I'm not a clam chowder yeah. person normally. Yeah. But let's but go I, back to the farmer's market restaurant a minute. If you've never had a bis, uh, biscuits and sausage gravy, mm-hmm. they take a plate, and it is will barely hold all. The, they'll take two biscuits, cut them open, you know the size of the, the biscuits, like. But it says biscuit, uh, cat head, and loaded up with uh, sausage gravy, and it takes a big person with a big belly to eat all that. But it's wonderful. My daddy loved it when he'd come visit. My yeah. mother wouldn't cook that for him, but you know he'd go to farmers market, farmers market restaurant, yeah. and he'd just pig out on that. That's wonderful stuff. Milk gravy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, market imports and super sod. Uh, super sod, I'm sure, selling a lot of sod. And market imports, uh, all at, at beautiful wrought iron and, and containers and lots of other things out there. It's a, Farmer's market is, is just an interesting place to visit, and you spend a lot of time there. One of, one of the things that they specialize in up there, they, they, they don't make them specifically for that. For trellis, though, you can find some very nice... 
iron works there that, yeah. that work for a great trellis. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm sure Josh has got them here, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. They have. I'm looking at, at some stuff now that uh, right across the way. Well, Billy, thank you so much. Always nice talking to you. Nice talking to y'all. Y'all come see us. We'll we shall here. do that, yeah, I guarantee week. you, especially with the strawberries out there today. Sure. All right. Well, you, you have a nice day. All right. Train's okay. coming by. We won't be able to talk anymore. Yeah. Well, see <laughs> Boy, you that's a big one. This is a big CSX. Train. He's pulling a big load. Thank you, Billy. How about that? More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. We're at Logan Trading Company in Raleigh, just off of Peace Street. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, we're back on WPTF at uh, Logan Trading Company. Josh is gone. He'd had enough. We're at Logan Trading Company. Looks like there's a cloud coming up. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. As my mama used to say. Yeah. It's supposed to start raining? Yeah. At noon or something around then? Uh, maybe. Oh, but I'm seeing some lovely plants going out of here this morning, too. There's that a... That's a spirea. Spirea, yeah. Oh, is that yeah. a Reeves spirea? That's a, my wife's maiden name is Reeves, so we have a Reeves spirea, but it's not a very pretty one. Oh. They don't think they're very pretty. And my son's first, well, his, his middle name is Reeves, but yeah. that's what we call You don't it. like spireas? I love some of the spireas. I don't I like the Reeves right. spirea as much, and she doesn't either, but uh-huh. we wanted to get one. Sure. So, uh, but there's some really pretty ones, and they're one of the earlier things to bloom. Yeah. yeah, mine are blooming right so now. So they must have bloomed in January. Old-fashioned. <laughs> this year. Uh, but things uh, things are, are definitely um, blooming early, uh, as they say. 919-860-9783. Charles is in Pittsburgh. Charles, good morning. On w- You're on WPTF. Good morning, y'all. I'm not actually in Pittsburgh. I'm on my way to Wilmington to visit the Arley Gardens. Because my daughter. Oh, oh, good for you. You yeah. know, Phil, I don't know if Phil still does it. I don't know if Phil uh, Campbell still does this, but she used to provide plants for them. She used to go down and, and uh, do a lot of work down there. Uh, I don't know if she still does that or not. She's so busy. but I don't know. But she that, that is a beautiful place, and what a great day to go down there. I know. I probably shouldn't have said anything because now I'm going to have a hard time finding parking because everybody's going to want to go. But it's going to be nice. <laughs> well, yeah, people people were really enthused about uh, when we start you know, getting warmer weather. Now, my question is, I, the Azalea Festival is coming up pretty soon, the next couple of weeks, I think. And what I wonder if if the Azaleas are going to be spent by then. Uh, that's the question because we had such an early well, that, uh, warm weather pop up, right? So. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and what about the masters? Masters in Augusta. They they're gonna they're gonna have to to buy and plant new azaleas, I guess, down there. For that, it, Lord only knows what they do. They put ice. Ann Clapp was telling me they put ice uh, on the beds to to slow, slow them down. down. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you know, money. If you got money. Oh my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> you can waste it on anything. <laughs> yeah. Well. Anyway, I have well, it's to got to look pretty on TV. 
it's going to be beautiful. But I had a yeah. question and a, and a comment for you. I've been listening. My grandmother used to listen to you back when I was a wee thing <clears throat> a few decades ago. And uh, but I had a quit, and so she's always turned me on to make sure to listen to you about it. So uh, I had a question I wanted to ask first. My first, first of all, my question is, uh, when is a good time? My my laripola, uh, laripola, how do you say Lorapedlum, I don't know how to say it. Loriope, loripedlum, or loriope? Loriope, loripedlum. No, no, loripedlum. Yeah. Uh, bush has gotten, you know, huge, ginormous, but it's, the blooms I think are spent. But am I able to prune that back now? And how far, how much pruning can I? Well, it should have. Uh, most of the loripedlums have already bloomed and bloomed fabulously. Yeah, it was um, great this year. They're already done. Spent the, the blooms are all done. So I think I can. Okay, if they're done. Pam? Yeah, uh, go ahead and cut it back and cut it back as severely as you want. It's almost impossible to kill those things. They are a tough, tough plant, and they often um, don't read their own tags, and they grow much taller than (laughs) the tag will tell you. Right. Well, and they're much. Yeah, they're much bigger than a lot of people expected, um, and they're being released so quickly into the trade. Tony Avent wrote a beautiful piece about this, about Laura Pedlum, and about how, how some of them are the size of trees, and he's yeah, got some I'll, great examples in his yard. But, well, yes, any, you can... Anything Tony Avent has to say is the gospel truth about gardening. There you go. Absolutely. And um, so one thing you have to do is make a decision. Do you want this to be... You know, in a shape, or do you want to just do a, a pruning cut and still have it open and loose? And then you can also have the option of making it into a small tree. If this is a loripedlum variety that's going to get fairly large anyway, why not go ahead and limb it up and let it be a specimen tree? Well, that's an interesting idea. It is about seven feet tall and about six feet wide, but it's mm-hmm. uh, bigger than I expected. So at the very bottom are some very thick branches, can I lop some of those bigger ones off, as, as you say, and then try to have it grow up rather than yes. grow out? Yes. If you uh, select about three to four major stems that you want to go ahead and encourage to go up, the ones that are more in the middle, take the outer ones off near the base and try to cut them not flush with the um, bark, but um, look for the little branch collar where the branch attaches to the base Uh, or the trunk of the plant and cut just on the outside of that. It may look a little bit nubby, you know, don't leave an inch or so out there, but, you know, leave a quarter to a half inch of that branch um, beyond that bark. Don't do a flush cut that goes into the bark itself. And go ahead and limb it up if you want to make it into a small tree. And it will become a beautiful conversation piece because it's an evergreen and if you've right. got a purple one, it'll be pretty all through the winter. And then when it blooms, it'll it'll be like a witch hazel. Mm-hmm. And some people call them Chinese witch hazels. Yeah. Fantastic. I never even considered that. That's amazing. That's, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Um, thank you so much. One of the comments I wanted to make, uh, if I have a second, is uh, I'm a beekeeper. Uh, North Carolina ah. has the, the best beekeeper society in all of the United States, in my humble but probably accurate opinion. Uh, mm-hmm. And as you know, North Carolina State University is, you know, well-known around the world for their apiculture uh, studies and whatnot. And I would love to have you all do a show uh, where you have beekeepers on to talk about uh, the different uh, benefits of beekeeping, 
the reason I started beekeeping is because of my garden. I wanted to get the, uh, the garden well, uh, well, you know, per, uh, pollinated. And so I thought, well, bees do that. And of course, now, now I'm a, uh, a beek, as we say, for the last 15 years. It's such a, such a fun hobby and easy to do. And you can, you can be a lazy beekeeper like I've been a few years, or you can be an industrious beekeeper and make some money on honey. But well, why don't you uh, why don't you email me, and uh, you know, as a matter of fact, last summer there was a, there was an event at the farmers market. I don't remember which day it was or what month, but we were doing a remote there, and we had a beekeeper on uh, for for a good part of the show, and she was wonderful. I don't I apologize, <coughs> I don't remember the lady's name. But there were several beekeepers out there, and they were doing demonstrations, and they had beehives and so forth. And if you'll awesome. if you'll just email me at the station, we'll we'll be glad to have y'all on. You can come up I'll to the station. Or... It's, a, it's such a fun hobby, not too difficult. Yeah, it. yeah, and y'all are plant people too. Most That's of exactly you are plant right. people. That's why we, yeah. we enjoy it so much. They both work together yeah. and whatnot. But uh, anyway, yeah. enjoy y'all's show so much. And uh, you know, I was going to ask Rufus what kind of tomato characteristics does that tomato have? Is it, is it really long-winded or storytelling tomato? Well, uh, yes. let me tell you what, it, it is very wise, it articulates. Yeah. It, it likes has, the limelight. Has, yes, has, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it sings, sings beautifully. Sings very, beautifully. Very tasty. It likes Johnny Cash. By the way, I, I remember that show, Mike, when we had the beekeepers, Yeah. and one of them was uh, Rooftop. Big, yeah. big time beekeeping on, on rooftops. Yeah. Yeah, such That's a good a memory. Uh, Rufus, you give away the secret of some of our beekeepers because some people live in a city or a yeah. crowded urban environment and they can't have one in the yard. People get upset, but nobody yeah. knows that the bees' hives are on the roof. Uh, That's oh, yeah. So, yeah. You know, so that was interesting. Yeah. The president of my uh, of Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee, is a beekeeper, uh, and he had three or four hives on the roof of the president's uh, building at Belmont University. Uh, and kind of secretly for a few years until it was discovered. Then he, uh, it was all over Nashville that he would keep with bees at the university. It's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, that's a great university. Yep. So, uh, have, have you ever been in that Renaissance uh, elevator at downtown yeah. Nashville? Yes, <laughs> amazing, amazing. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't doesn't take much for a country boy to be thrilled, but I, I enjoyed that. I, <laughs> I took uh, it up and down several times. I didn't call it thrilled. I called it scared to death. <laughs> <clears throat> By the way, do bumblebees make honey? Bumblebees do not make honey that's usable that, that can be uh, taken by beekeepers. Uh, bumbles are more solitary bees. Now, you'll find a bumblebee nest uh, when, they're, when they're all together, and they can be a little bit, normally our bumblebees are so docile and, and pleasant, but if you mess with their nest, they will not be happy, but... They do yeah. not have honey you can take away. Yeah, but they're nice. They're, they're good pollinators, of course. Very good pollinators. As, yeah. as frankly, as the carpenter bees are, even though they're a nuisance, uh, they yeah. do a great job pollinating. Uh, yeah, I, I was enjoying the bumbles yesterday on the blueberries in my garden. They were just oh, having yeah. a ball. Yeah. Well, Charles, I, I'm glad your mama encouraged you to listen to the Weekend Gardener, and uh, you did so when you were young, and that makes me feel real old. Yeah, so that's okay. Well, it, was only, it was only forty or fifty years ago. Like, don't worry. Yeah. About it. yeah. Well, you were listening forty or fifty years ago. You were. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're almost forty. Well, the show is will be forty uh, year after next. Yeah. There you go. But if it was, yeah. Charles, thank you. 
Have a great day. You too. You too. Bye. We're at Logan's. Uh, do you do any beekeeping, Josh? Or? I don't personally. You don't have do time. <laughs> I don't personally do any beekeeping at the moment, but uh, Leslie has uh, beehives out on her farm. I bet she does. Yeah. And uh, when, when my wife and I get moved out to, uh, to our new place off of Auburn Nightdale Road, we definitely plan to have, have bees as well. That's a nice area out there, and that, uh, that's a beautiful place that y'all restored, that old store. Yeah, thank you for mentioning that. I was actually going to follow up. Uh, the fellow from the farmer's market was mentioning strawberries. We picked our first strawberries Did out you? there um, on uh, Thursday. And our uh, pick uh, strawberry patch will be open. Uh, we're hoping to open it up on Easter weekend. So anybody who's listening that wants to uh, go out and be a part of the process and pick your own strawberries, we're, uh, we're out there at Grasshopper Farms. That's the name. And uh, it's on the corner of Pool Road and Grasshopper Roads. So that's the name, Grasshopper Farms. And as I said, the U-Pick, uh, we're hoping to open that up on, um, on Easter weekend. We are already starting to get some strawberries, but not a heavy enough yield yet to, to open up for U-Pick. But you can come by and, and get some that we've already picked for you uh, at, at Grasshopper Farms. Uh, we're open today. We're open Tuesday through Saturday out there on the farm. We, we take Sundays and Mondays off, uh, but Tuesday through Saturday, 1030 to, to 7, come visit us on, on the farm if you're out in the, in the Nightdale area. It's, it's pretty convenient even if you're not in the Nightdale area. Just take uh, the Beltline to I-87 and get off on <coughs> Hodge Road. We're just a mile down Pool Road. And it, uh, that is an historic structure out there. It used to be a country store, and that was kind of the center of civilization. In yeah, that area. It, it it is known to the locals as the store. Yeah. So uh, they they referred to it as the store. And if you said, you know, to to your neighbor or your loved one, I'm headed to the store. Yeah. They meant the Broadwell Grocery. Um, so it's a really cool structure, a wooden uh, country store structure, a lot like. You've seen scattered all throughout North Carolina. Right. There are fewer and fewer of them, uh, but we had the opportunity to preserve this one. It was uh, originally built in the 1890s. I don't know exactly which year, um, but it was run as a grocery store uh, known, known as Broadwell Grocery. Like most country grocery stores, not, not real huge, but they had all the staples that folks needed, and they, uh, you know, ground their own sausage there we we have the old grinder and, and the the original counter um, from the old grocery store but it was also just sort of like a community gathering place and in the in the last years of mr broadwell's life you know that all the old timers would hang out there and uh, trade war stories if you will um, and it's been so fun to hear uh people come into the store and reminisce and and you know there's been several tears shed because we we really did our best to keep the structure in its original mm. uh, condition uh, went to great lengths to preserve it so uh, if you like plants if you like uh, farm activity come visit us at grasshopper farms off a of pool road but it, even if you're not into plants you ought to come by and see that that structure it's it's really a journey back in time uh, so come visit us at Grasshopper Farms, at the corner of Pool Road and Grasshopper Road, right between Raleigh and Nightdale. What did you do with that piece of land you had the maze on? What are you, what are you planting Is that in where there? the strawberries are? So the strawberries are in 
a, a different field. We're going to have a corn maze again this year. Uh, we'll get planting that probably around first uh, of July. You plant that corn a little later because you want it to you want it to still be green mm-hmm. in uh, September and October. Um, but it's it's a 16 acre farm, so there's there's a pretty good amount of space there, and uh, there's a, a pond in the middle of it, and so the strawberries are uh, on the far side of the pond uh, as you go down Grasshopper Road. But we I have a friend who is a a, a pretty talented uh, artist, and he has painted a big mural on the side of a tractor trailer that says "Fresh Strawberries," so you can't miss it as you drive That's down cool. Grasshopper uh, Road. You know. Uh, your lawn may be uh, looking a little ragged right now from the winter critter damage. Uh, have moles dug tunnels in your lawn? Have you noticed that? I don't know. It doesn't bother me, but uh, voles would certainly uh, bother you because they'll uh, mess up some of those uh, beautiful plants that they'll eat the tender roots. And uh, so if you're ready to get rid of them, you're tired of the damage, just check out I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent has a strong, super strong, actually, formulation that's effective and easy to use. I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. It's safe to use around your family and pets, and it's environmentally safe. As I mentioned before, uh, many products that kill moles and voles can have an undesirable effect on killing other animals, too but not I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. It's, it contains only natural ingredients, botanical oils, giving you peace of mind that won't, you know, won't in, unintentionally harm other animals or pets or birds. And I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent is available right here at Logan's Independent Garden Center or hardware stores all over the Triangle area and beyond. Look for it in the big orange bag or uh, hose and end sprayer. Uh, Put an end to moles and voles in your garden with Imus Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. And while you're there, check out all the Imus Garden natural repellents for squirrels, snakes, dogs, cats, and, of course, best-selling deer repellent and rabbit repellents. And they're all available here at Logan Trading Company. To learn more about protecting your garden from pests, visit imusgarden.com. We need to... uh, Check out Brian, uh, Brian in Pinehurst before we take uh, a break in, uh, in this hour. Uh, Brian, how's everything in Pinehurst this morning? Uh, raining and lovely. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're getting a little rain right now, huh? Yeah, it's, look, yeah. it's looking a little darker around here. How can yeah, we help you today? I heard you say that. Uh, Mama used to say he was uh, coming up the clouds. Yeah. That's the only time we ever got to come back in the house. <laughs> oh yeah, I like to play in the rain. I bet you did yeah. too. I like to tell you a couple of stories to follow up and ask you a question. You guys were talking about hot dogs. Do you ever had a Bill's hot dogs in Little Washington? I have never had a Bill's hot dog, and that's an unusual uh, array of condiments and stuff. The way he fixes them, I've had. Uh, Dick's hot dogs and, and Wilson, of course, and, and all around, but I have, and uh, Shorty's up in Wake Forest, where Arnold Palmer and Carol O'Connor used to eat. But I haven't tried Bill's. We, I'm going to make a real try to do that. I, I have done it. I, I bet have, you have. I, I approve of it very highly. 
but I, I stick with my old ingredients. Mustard law, chili, and onions. <laughs> yeah, I you, I that's a retired a... plumber. Uh, I retired uh, in the area. I was working uh, on my elevator. I had to replace the sump pump in the basement below an elevator shaft uh, in downtown mm. Raleigh. Mm. From high rise buildings, and uh, they locked it out so I can get up underneath it through the work. And you can't help not wake up and hear that thing creak. I swore I said, this is the day I'm going to sit. Wow. So, <laughs> Elevators are uh, a little scary sometimes. <laughs> I um, want to plant a garden um, and grow some award-winning tomatoes and peppers. Um, but the soil is real acidic, so I would like to build a garden bed. But as far as topsoil or topsoil and stuff, what would you guys recommend the best that I could use to build that bed? And you've got you've got a lot of sand down there, so you've got to start from scratch. Josh, uh, y'all sell all kinds of great stuff here. What would you recommend? Well, I, I would definitely recommend adding uh, compost to your existing topsoil because, uh, as uh, Mike was saying, in that part of the state, you actually have good topsoil. Mm -hmm. uh, you just need to add some some beneficial nutrients and beneficial microorganisms. Uh, I don't know what uh, might be locally available, but um, our favorite compost here at, at Logan's is our organic bumper crop. And the reason we like it is because it's a multi-source compost. It's got cow manure, poultry manure, but it also has some uh, marine compost, uh, lobster shells, and um, it, it's good to, to try to get multiple different sources of compost because they, they each have a different uh, chemical composition and have uh, different microorganisms that grow in them. Uh, but I would also suggest that uh, in addition to whatever compost you might uh, have, and, and by the way, you, you, can, you can buy good quality compost at most of your local garden centers. Mm -hmm. um, and, and there are also some services that will bring you compost um, to your, your home and um, there's nothing in the world wrong with that. You just want to make sure you ask them about, uh, you know, what the source material is because, um, you know, apples and oranges there. Uh, you, can, you can definitely get compost. For example, uh, the, the city of Raleigh provides uh, leaf mulch compost, mm -hmm. which is not a bad compost. I, it's not necessarily what I would use in my vegetable garden because you really don't know what, what all is integrated in that material. But um, top dressing... Other areas of ornamental might not be a bad idea. But anyhow, in addition to your, your amending of the soil with compost, uh, I would strongly recommend that when you, when you do plant, um, find, find your local garden center and, and grab a bag of the Espoma Biotone. It's a, it's a slow-releasing, all-organic fertilizer that has some beneficial mycorrhiza, which is a beneficial fungus in it, and that will just make your plants explode and it helps them cope with the summer stresses. And uh, think about award-winning tomatoes is, is getting the water situation just right. Yeah. And uh, that mycorrhiza really helps with that. It's got to be, the watering's got to be consistent. Absolutely. And um, do soil test once yeah, you add that gonna, um, because... Idea. Tomatoes and peppers really like lime, and, yeah. and go for the powdered lime. I know it's old-fashioned and it's messy, 
but it will interact quicker. Um, it doesn't have to break down. And so if you can add the limestone in there with the, with the wonderful suggestions Josh has, has made, I think you're, you're going to be just fine, Brian. All right. Good. Hope that helps, oh, Brian. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hope you guys have a good day. More of the weekend. I hope you do too, my friend. Thank Thanks for listening to us in Pinehurst. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up from Logan's here on WPTF.